So our next speaker uh, is the lovely Anna. And I'm not going to take your thunder or tell any of your stories, because I know you've got some good ones. Um, but Anna, uh, you, do you know you've been nominated for Business of the Year Award? So I have. For Tech Sixies. I know. I know, it's so exciting. Um, and she's going to talk to you about some of the brave things she's done in the last year and some of the brave stories that she hears from women all the time. I'm going to start by saying what this is not. It is not anyone here is good than the other speakers. Oh, and also, obviously, I have a Smiggle pen because my five-year-old must have my Mont Blanc pen. Um, so I started writing down, I said, background. Truly unremarkable. So yeah, that's that's a start. Truly unremarkable background. Um, I'm Swedish. Grew up in Sweden in a truly unremarkable town. Um, pretty unremarkable childhood. But in a way, this is good. In a way, it's good. It's no trauma, really. Even though I um, I've read so many. I love biographies. And if you read pretty much anyone who's succeeded in life there's been trauma. So I do my very best as a parent to traumatize my children on a daily basis. Um, I don't really feel I'm succeeding, but that's, that's another story. So I, um, I started this speech and I've started it many, many times because this is the only reason I said yes to this is, actually two reasons, I can't say no, I say yes all the time. And secondly, I felt this wasn't so much about me, but about the amazing stories I get to hear from some pretty amazing women that I get to talk to for my podcast. So, but before we get to the podcast, because that was, again, it wasn't even brave. I just said yes. It's all about just saying yes, really. Um, but... Through this unremarkable childhood that I had, um, what the one thing that because I, I thought how have I how has it come that people sort of look and not to you know big my own head up, but people very often come and say, "Gosh, well, it's so easy for you." I mean, you could do that, but, but I could never do that. And I thought, seriously, truly unremarkable going on right here. Um, but what my parents taught me through absolutely no action whatsoever, unremarkable really, <laughs> is that it's so truly okay to be unremarkable. And that meant I was totally okay with being quite shit at trying lots of things. <laughs> and that was absolutely okay because, and this is sort of a meme that's going around at the moment, this whole fail, it's not fail, it's first attempt in learning. Um, and I was like, yes! That, why didn't I, would I, why didn't I think of that? Um, so I've tried my hand at very, very, very many things. Uh, jobs, sports, not boyfriends though. Um, no, not through any choice of mine. Um, and very often people will say, oh gosh, it's so brave. Have you gone from so many different careers? <laughs> or I'm just quite shit at the ones I've tried. Um, but again, that's okay. I now have many, many, many bows to my string. Um, and what also, what I really want to talk about through this Be Brave and Sparkle is when you do a small act of bravery and 
bravery sounds like something that's so like massive and but putting your brave pants on so that's kind of where I'm coming from you put your brave pants on meanwhile I'm firmly on at the moment um you realize you try something and then all of a sudden well the worst thing that happened was that you know I laughed and some other people laughed at me but that's that was like literally the worst thing that happened and I now actually feel kind of okay in saying yes to something else and trying something else. And all of a sudden, all like small acts of kindness bring about other acts of kindness. These small acts of bravery bring on other acts of bravery. And all of a sudden, you're doing stuff that you never thought you'd do. From that one little thing of bravery that you didn't even like, it's not really brave, I'm just like trying something out. But you try that thing out and all of a sudden we have a whole room full of tech pixies and we have women who are like, I did started this course, I've been looking for years. And you know, you may not think of it as bravery because I do think bravery sounds like you're, I don't know, rescuing a puppy from like some, you know, flood or, you know, carrying a, yes. But it is putting your brave pants on. It is putting your brave pants on to finally say yes clicking that button, paying the money, and actually going, do you know what, world, I'm doing this. I'm doing this course and I'm doing it for me. And that's what my sort of brave pan stories are about. It is about doing something for you. And that leads to the sparkle. And it's the sparkle that leads to what I think is confidence. And the confidence, when you have confidence, that's when you sparkle. You know, it's that sort of, Oh, you know, just walk it. You know, some people just walk into a room and they take up the whole room. And I'm like, yeah, that's they're just so confident. They're so confident. And actually, sometimes they're not. But they've done something, that act of bravery, and they just get a bit of sparkle. So many saying yes to different things um, also inspires other people to be brave. So I actually spoke to my husband last night, who is in India, handy when your car gets broken into and all your things are stolen. Another story. Um, and he said, do you know what, Anna? Do you know that you made me brave? I really put my brave pants on. And the only reason why I felt that we could move from London to Switzerland is because you'd moved to London. And if you can do it, I reckon anyone can do it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. It was like, OK, yeah. Um, and that's it, isn't it? Like you do again these little acts of bravery and you hear about it and all of a sudden you're like, I reckon I could do that. I don't think it's that hard if she could do it. And that is again what this community is all about, I think. So we said yes to moving to Switzerland, moving to Singapore, having children, move, moving back to Switzerland, then back to London. I went from being a teacher realized I didn't like children, <laughs> emigrated because children, and then did a business degree, didn't really like business, and then had sort of a midlife crisis, very early midlife crisis, and decided to become a personal trainer. And that's, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. But I do, did also meet a lot of women who I then wish, well, in hindsight, I kind of wish I'd just told them to bloody hell, get out of your job, do something you actually love. You have one life as far as we know. Mm. But that wasn't really for me to say. 
Um, but then we moved to Switzerland and I had babies and as many women in Switzerland, you gave up your job and you cook for your husband. And I thought, well, this perhaps is a chance. It's a chance to really think about what do I really like doing? Because this whole child thing is really, really hard. I thought parenting is it's too hard, actually. I've, I've thought many a time to hand in my resignation, but apparently, <laughs> yeah, apparently I need to work my notice, my husband told me. So I realized that what I really, really loved was writing and listening to other people's stories. And I listened to other people's stories and I started to write them down uh, with their permission. And um, this eventually led to uh, me writing for a fashion blog and interviewing sort of Swiss, Swiss people who are in the fashion sphere. And even though that was super interesting, I didn't love going to fashion events because they, what they did, this is very sneaky, they put the bikinis next to the cupcakes. I'm like, well, I'm going to choose the cupcakes. And that wasn't the done thing. So I, again, we moved back to London and uh, fast forward again, I met up with an old friend who said, do you know what? We just got to do this podcast. Yes, because I say yes. Did we have a single clue how to do a podcast? No, <laughs> genuinely none. Like, how, did you stick it in the computer? Like, how does, we have, we have a microphone, we have a laptop, and that's it. So we're like, I don't, I, like, do YouTube it? Like, how to do a podcast? I'm just like, I have no idea. But then through some sort of thing in the world, a podcast course came up on Facebook. And we're like, well, I guess that's what we do then. So we did this podcast course and all of a sudden, obviously week one, we'd like, right, we've planned the launch party and uh, we've got a name and yeah, so we're pretty much ready. Oh, right. Then there was the editing. Then there was the, what's it actually going to be about? And we kind of knew that we wanted to have women on there who told their stories, who, you know, and we first we had, I couldn't do that because... And that felt too long. And then I said, just say yes. And then we realized that maybe that could mean something else. <laughs> so we scrapped that. And eventually we just went with Brave Pants. And so our podcast is now called Brave Pants with Vogue and the Viking. So Vogue, if you remember Gladiators from back in the day, is Vogue from Gladiators. So she had sort of her own brave pants stories to tell and then I just sort of tagged along really uh, and that's fine I'm always been a very good sort of number two but what this meant was that we could easily approach women who we thought were like amazing and cool because it wasn't us doing it you know we were hiding behind the brave pants and you know do you want to be on a podcast we don't know anything about podcasting, but we love to hear your stories. So what I, again, through this long-winded, I have nothing to talk about, talk about, um, is tell you about some of the women I've met who, and again, we have more and more and more women actually now coming forward and asking, 
what do you have to have done to be on your podcast? <laughs> and I was like, well, you're a woman, you probably have a story, bring it on. So for example, we have a Rebecca, who is the editor of Goldie magazine. If you've not heard of Goldie magazine, go and find it because it's really, really cool. It's a proper glossy magazine uh, for, it was a, initially for the over 40s. And she set it up without any background in being a magazine editor whatsoever. But she was pissed off with the fact that whenever she sat down at the hairdressers, there was nothing there really for her to read. She didn't want to read Tatler and she didn't want to read Grazer magazine or Hello. So eventually her friends just said to her, do you know what? We're a little bit bored of you just <coughs> nagging. Set one up then if it's that easy. Well, I will. So at the age of 53, she set up her own magazine. I mean, that is so cool. That is bravery. And it is slightly more than someone just laughing at you. I mean, that was proper money involved. That was, holy crap, what if this fails? Because that is also first attempt in learning and here's all my money. But she's done it. It is thriving. It is always changing, forever changing, which is a good thing. Um, and she's just really found her own voice. And this is also a woman, which is absolutely key, who, when she was little, she hid under the stairs in a cupboard because she felt she was so, um, she had so much anxiety that she genuinely could not like speak to people out in the open. So she genuinely hid under the cupboard, sorry, in the cupboard under the stairs. And now she's got this platform and you would never know that she's not a massive extrovert. And that is Brave Pants firmly on. Then we have Jacinth, who was, she's, I mean, again, incredible. At the age of 13, 13, she decided, I'm going to be a tax barrister and I'm going to go to Cambridge. <laughs> right. So that's what she did. She went to Cambridge and she became a tax barrister. And sometimes, you know, you shouldn't meet your idols. Similar. She shouldn't do your dream job. Uh, she realised it's just as what you thought a tax barrister was going to be. Not hugely fun. And she's very creative. So she then decided to go home and just tell her parents, tax barrister, no. <laughs> Fashion, yes. And thankfully, they were super supportive, but many of her friends decided, well, what, what's this? You know, a tax barrister is someone that we can sort of hang our sort of status on, whereas, you know, a working startup fashion designer, no one, no one makes it, do they? So she was like, well, that's fine. I need to do this. I have my brave pants on and I need to do this. So now she's thriving in her bias cut. Um, yeah, biascut.com even. Then we have Vicky Anstey. Oh my God. The woman is rowing the Pacific. The Pacific Ocean. Not just like the Pacific Lake. She's rowing the Pacific Ocean. She was, again, fairly unremarkable, not as unremarkable as me, but um, she was an advertising exec and one day she looked, she said, she looked herself in the screen of the computer and just went, no, this cannot go on. So not quite one day to another, but she set up her own bar, the first 
bar workshop, bar sort of ballet, I would, but I can't, um, bar workshop. And she's now been on SAS, Who Dares Wins? Because she sat there in her armchair and thought, oh, I reckon I could do that. So she did. And I, I said, that is mad. Like that's not even putting your brave pants on. Like that is a whole freaking armor of bravery. But she said it has absolutely taught her. And again, this is what, you know, it's one thing after the other, after the other, because she said after SAS Who Dares Wins, she thought, well, what's going to be my next thing? And um, she said, well, I could do the Marathon de Sable, which is this marathon in the desert. But, you know, anyone could do that. <laughs> mm, don't know. So that's when she decided to row the Pacific because not everyone can do that. True. Uh, but she said, it's just, I kind of feel like after the SAS Who Dares Wins, which was so traumatic in a way, she kind of just felt, well, there's very little I can't do now. And that again was, again, I think that's like bravery on a different level. I'm kind of talking, be brave for yourself and maybe like go have a coffee by yourself and don't feel guilty about it every Monday at 10 o'clock. But if you want to go to SAS Who Dares Wins levels, absolutely go for your life. Then after that, there is nothing you can't do. And then we also have, oh, we have Baz Moffat. We love Baz Moffat. Anyone knows Baz Moffat? In a room full of women, very often someone does because she has gone from an Olympic GB rower to now being genuinely believing she's put on this earth to help women with their pelvic floors. She's genuinely so, so, so passionate. You had no idea you could be so passionate about pelvic floor <laughs> until you meet Baz Moffat. And this is what our podcast is all about. Brave pants, firmly on. And the reason why I said yes to this particularly, apart from the fact that I can't say no, be brave and sparkle. And I think it's the sparkle thing that I kind of wish that I'd come up with because it's that, isn't it? It's the what happens when you've done that brave thing. It is not so much about the fear of failure, actually. I believe it's more what happens if you succeed? What are you going to do then? See? I genuinely believe that so many of us don't start things because we're afraid of failing, but we are bloody petrified of what would happen if we actually succeed in doing what we set out to do. And when I thought of that, it literally I was like, oh, yes, that is what it is. We're not afraid of failure. I fail all the bloody time. But the success is truly quite frightening and remarkable and then when you start to think about it and you do these like I don't have any handouts but thankfully someone else did <laughs> thank you you know you think of their big hairy audacious goal yes and you truly truly start to think about it is that truly your goal because if it is you know you can make that happen you know you can make that happen there are so few people who actually make such an audacious goal that you can't make it happen and actually another woman who I truly believe in and I'm going to wrap up very soon is a Swedish entrepreneur um, she I mean she her goal is to be the biggest businesswoman on the planet 
That's her goal. And she's actually set, said that rather than set yourself small goals, everyone sets small goals. Like the, the bit here, let me put down my sniggle pen. The bit here is so crowded. The bit up here, you've only got like three people. You're only going to beat three, maybe even two. But down here, you've got to beat bloody millions. So why don't you go for the big, audacity, big hairy, audacious goal? And that, my friends, will bring sparkle. It will bring inspiration. And it's about stories. Everyone needs to tell their stories. And even if you think it's not big, even if you don't think it's, it's like, oh, but it's just, you know, something. I just signed up to do the course. I just did this. I only just managed to keep my baby alive today. That was my, that was pretty major when I had my first. I'm like, I can't actually do this. And that is why this sort of community is so amazing and why I got involved in, well, I think we all sort of got involved because of joy, because you're like amazing. Um, and why Tech Pixies is so amazing. I've always said for the longest time, I'm like, do you know what, you could sell anything. It's the fact that we've got this community that, because when I, I, you know, I invested my money, but I also decided to do the course. So I thought I can't really go around and go, Tech Pixies is amazing, if I have no idea what you actually do. And the course I was on, cohort 13, 14 is what I meant. Um, they were amazing and I remember them all. Um, but it was, that, it was that community and so many women who'd been out of work for years and years and years, they came on that course and literally they were different people from, year, from week one to sort of week eight. Different women. They were using different language. They were talking about themselves in a completely different way. And that was being brave and they were sparkling at the end of it. Still are. Still are, indeed. They are so thriving and it's so amazing. And with that, <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much indeed.